afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. It is Thursday. Uh, Thursday, it is uh, November the 2nd, 2023, a new month and a new Technical Alpha podcast. Glad you could join us today. For those who are here live and for those currently stuck in rush hour traffic on Friday, get fucked. I was stuck in rush hour traffic this morning, so I feel like I'm allowed to be complaining a little bit. But uh, you know, it happens once in a while. Although more now than it ever has before, Halifax is the 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 population got a lot bigger faster than our infrastructure could fucking keep up with it. And now it's just a five alarm fire in the morning. It was already kind of bad, but now it's just a meme. Got another great lineup uh, uh, for you today, of course, here on the show. But before we get started, the most important question of the week, Mister Black, how was your week? Uh, it was a week. Uh, play a lot of StarCraft. You I did. Took the last couple of days off, chill out. Something's going on with my um, the uh, in my pump for my uh, my heat and air, uh, AC. The board is shot on it, so I had somebody come out, and we have to order a new one of those. Was that uh, the uh, related to what you had? been investigating before or is that new because you had told us a a different different. thing oh okay uh but outside of that it's just been just another week man i'm very tired today like i'm i can hear it rain bro i'm i'm kind of i'm kind of the same although i think between the two of us i might be a little better if only because i at least got to lay on the couch for uh, 45 minutes before the podcast uh i got got to lay down fuck man i had to run out to home depot and get like a space heater um, because my son's room is really cold at night, and um, uh, his room is uh, double exterior walls, right? Because he's kind of cor- or no, is it only yeah. one? Is it double or one exterior? It's double, isn't it? It's corner mm, double. Yeah, yeah. So that would be that'd be why. Uh, so yeah. So anyway, it's just like a temporary thing until uh, we get this part and whatnot. Um, but outside of that, it's just been another week. No, can't really can't really complain. There's nothing nothing crazy happened. Just Another week. That's it. Uh, similar here. Got um, uh, Cyberpunk 2077 is done and dusted. Uh, it was 100, 100 hours, 100 hours and change in that bad boy. Uh, wrapping up my trifecta of games that were longer than uh, than anything I've played in a long time. I mean, my God. About, you know, it was 150 for... Baldur's Gate, 112 for Starfield, and 108 or 110 in Cyberpunk. Um, but yeah, that was that's done uh, and uh, good shit. Uh, I, without spoiling anything, I, I will say they could not have left the open the ending more open for a sequel. If they tried that shit was like fucking open, open. Um, so, uh, on one hand, I liked it on the other hand of the ending that is on the other hand, not satisfying. Cause when you leave it wide open like that, you, you don't get a hell of a lot of closure on a lot of stuff. You get some, but you don't get as much as you do with a definitive ending. Kind of like, remember when Halo two came out and everyone was like, you're fucking joking. That's how you ended the game. It's like, I'm going to go finish the fight. And then there was literally no ending to Halo 2's campaign. Everyone was like, what the fuck? And you had to wait for three. It's kind of like that. Uh, that being said, really enjoyed the game. Um, I'm going to be doing a review for it, but I, I just very, very good game. Uh, one of those games, I kind of felt bad when it was over because I enjoyed just tooling around in, in the, the world itself. 
And, uh, and so, yeah, I can say with uh, great confidence that uh, mostly anyone that was interested in that before, you know, when it was broken as fuck or maybe they had it on the console or whatnot, you play it now. Thumbs up. You're going to have a good time. Um, so, yeah, finished that. And after that was done, uh, I needed to decompress my gamer brain. So I went back to just doing some uh, NBA career uh, or franchise shit. I could literally brain dead just to, like watch basketball and occasionally make some trades and then complain about how my team is playing like dog water. You know, that, that, that old bag. So I did that for a couple of days and, and, uh, and then got other stuff lined up. This year's been so heavy for games that like you could, you could just never stop. And there's not enough hours in the fucking day to get through all of like the nine plus out of tens that this game brought with it. So I don't know. I'm going to have to move on to something else. Talos Principle, that's probably being streamed a lot right now. That's that puzzle sequel to the puzzle game that was quite big when it first came out. That's an, uh, definitely one people are, are hoping to see uh, and, uh, and some others. So we'll see. Alan Wake 2. I still have to play Alan Wake 1. I've, one of the rare games where you've played through a campaign and I haven't. Like, it's just like I haven't played the first one. So I, I, uh, I might have to like do a, a back-to-back of that at some point perhaps you haven't started you haven't started playing uh playing it no, yet yourself yet not yet but it's coming soon it's coming yeah, yeah. soon yeah, yeah i'm very interested to hear what your thoughts are on that and you're gonna play that off stream right you're gonna just let that be no, like a, it on, no oh no, you I'm are you're streaming stream. oh okay yeah right. it's, it's a good it'll be a good game to stream i'm sure as people will be and by the time you get around to it it'll probably be past the window where people are like spoilers i don't want to see that, it well that's the main reason why i haven't started it yet is because just waiting let, for that. The, the one because the ones that care, they're yeah. playing it. The yes, ones exactly. that don't care, they're they're not playing it, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll just wait, wait a week, week and a half after the game comes out. I'm sure the game isn't going to be super long, so no. we'll see. Wonderful. Yeah, that was about it. And then it endured looking outside and seeing snow for the first time in the year, even though it wasn't very much. Yeah. <laughs> I still had to brush my car off this morning, so that wasn't, you know, the road was clear, I went, so I opened my front door, because I got up, I got out of bed at 6 o'clock, Mar, you know, Marcel's uh, alarm goes off, and you know, she's getting ready for work, and I was like, fuck, it's that time of year where I need to, I can't sleep, or I can't, like, f- fade in and out for an extra 15 minutes or something like that, I have to, like, actually get up and get the, like, because it's cold, so the car has to be warmed up, or there's snow outside or some shit, we're, we've hit that time of year, so I was like, fuck, it's the first day of that of the year. I got up and I uh, got my myself all put together and I opened the front door and the first thing I see is that the, the road had no snow on it. I went, oh my God, am I getting lucky right now? Is it happening? Am I getting lucky? And my car is, you know, how my driveway is long enough goes up past the side of the house. My car was reversed past, so I couldn't see it when I looked around the corner. But my driveway was clear and I was like, is this... Am I getting off the hook today? Because I was not, I did not want to have to do fucking anything this morning. I got out to the end of the, the walkway and I saw the car and it had like fucking five inches of fucking snow from the hood straight up over, the, nothing else but just enough to be an asshole where I had to actually get the brush out, turn the car on, heat the fucker up, scrape the windshield, the whole nine yards. Nothing else had snow on it. I was like, you son of a bitch, should have parked further down the driveway. But otherwise, that was it. It's a pretty good week. So let's talk about some video game news, Mr. Black. Do it. Not a lot, actually, this week. Uh, a bit of a, a bit of a slow week, and and for movies and TV, literally nothing. So unless you come uh, up with something, there ain't nothing. There ain't nothing going on there. Nada. Um, but this week, Microsoft announced that uh, unauthorized controllers will cease to function as of November twelfth. 
Uh, so just a uh, uh, well less than two weeks from now, ten but uh, ten days. In an effort that appears to be to target hardware-based cheating, amongst some other security issues. So there are a whole host of unauthorized controllers. I mean, this has been a thing forever. I mean, you, like you could get knockoff controllers for like way cheaper and whatnot. They you pick them up, they feel like they're going to break in your fucking hand, but you know you don't want to spend ninety thousand dollars on a on a first-party controller. You did it. Like back in the day, I had a Mad Cats one. Uh, that was, I don't know if that was friggin' licensed, but it was like the little tiny one. Why I bought yeah. it for my hands, I don't know, but I had it. But you got uh, the Afterglow ones. I, yes, I went oh my like, God. Like 10 of those. That was, I want to be the Boshi. Uh, uh, yeah. They were the sacrifices to the Boshi. I've got gods. a graveyard of them in the closet. <laughs> They're just broken all You know what there. you should do with that? that? This just came to mind. You know what you should do with that, all those broken fucking controllers? You should either do leave it to Kale because she's the artistic one. But, like, uh, from this perspective, but get it like a shadow box and epoxy, epoxy mm. the, the graveyard and have, mm. like, I want to be the Boshi at the top or whatever the fuck. Mm. Have That's that and hang it on the wall as a trophy. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. That'd and I even, good. Have the, uh, I even have the uh, supersonic uh, statue as well that I can yes. have, like, exactly. you know, kind of sitting there. Have your little shrine to, to this took 10 years off my life, but look at me now. <laughs> uh but yeah so anyway the 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 you know controllers like that anyway they're they're kind of this is like a shotgun approach where they're they're not targeting they're just saying fuck it if it's not authorized let's just make it easier on ourselves canvas it the problem with that of course is when you canvas anything you're going to get some collateral damage and uh, a lot of people were uh, having you know had some concerns as to what this would mean for various devices that weren't authorized but were still serving, uh, you know, a purpose. Some of them were even, like, accessibility controllers that weren't necessarily directly authorized, but they were still functional for Xbox, for people that need accessibility uh, features, uh, special accessibility features. So, there were clarifications throughout the week. The good news is, is that the accessibility stuff, Microsoft is trying to make sure that none of that is touched so all of that will be fine so nobody that's using accessibility type controllers will especially microsoft's own obviously will not be affected by this and then also there were uh some concerns uh about oh god no sorry those were uh, both of them both of them were accessibility so the only thing or the one thing that is major in the crossfire that got caught are um uh, like fighting sticks a lot of them aren't aren't author. A lot of them are unauthorized, especially if they're like a more custom kind of a deal. And specifically, one that got called out. I'll just use this as the example because it was the one that I saw used the most. Was uh, Brook Gaming have uh, a series of uh, fighting controllers or fighting sticks and whatnot? And they're fine. They're not cheating. It's not like Chronos. I think they're targeting Chronos. You know what Chronos is? You ever heard about? It? Yeah. I want to say that that's probably ninety percent of what they're getting after. And then other like external security related stuff that an unauthorized controller can can sometimes uh aid in so unfortunately that's a problem and a lot of people are getting you know a, a bit a bit uh upsetty spaghetti about that and i don't i don't like necessarily blame them i you would want microsoft to be a little bit more targeted but also i don't know how the fuck you get more targeted with that other than to just and maybe this is coming have an easier way to onboard people with licensing for their controllers. So for instances like this with the, you know, Brooks uh, stuff for fighting sticks and whatnot, have an available uh, easier option to get licensing available. That doesn't cost them 
so much money so that they can be legitimized and uh and then you don't have a whole bunch of of players with these controllers that are now with a paperweight kind of a situation other than that that was just a piece of news this week that a lot of people were kind of getting especially in the fighting game community a little a little upset about I i don't necessarily blame them but nevertheless there you go if it means for a lot of people though what this will mean is uh at least for a time unless they come up with a workaround is that Kronos issues in Call of Duty and other first-person shooters will suddenly go bye-bye in Xbox lobbies or be severely reduced, which, honestly, the fighting game community is one one-thousandth the size of the first-person shooter community, and Kronos is a much bigger problem than mm. not being able to use mm. custom fighting sticks, if I had to take a shot in the dark on that one. Yeah, I mean, it sucks for those that, you know... I mean, I, I know what it's like. You, you, have, you have a keyboard and mouse that you love, that you're used to. Mm. It's like, it's tough to use something else. Um, now you have to move on. Especially to, for like a fighting, on. like a fighting guy. They're like real particular. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's muscle I mean, memory and it. shit. Yeah. I get it. But you got to think of it from Microsoft's point of view. Um, if there's a lot of cheating going on, and it's obviously rampant enough where they actually have to take a stand on it. It's not like... Oh, suddenly somebody came up with third-party controllers. Now Microsoft's being a dick. It's like, no, this has been a thing for like a while, for like a decade plus. Yeah, and so they've never had a problem. I'm sure they've had problems, but like they never, it was never big enough of a problem Mm. where they're like, okay, we got to pull the plug. Well, we're here now. Um, I would also suspect that other consoles will do the same. Um. Now that Microsoft's taken the now fall. Now that Microsoft has done it, yeah. I would imagine that um, they'll come up with the same excuse at some point. It might not happen this year. might even take another year, but I think you're going to hear an announcement coming out of Sony. You might hear an announcement coming out. Well, Nintendo, it's a bit harder. to. It's not, it's not really a... Does Nintendo even have off-brand shit for the Switch that works? I, I tried looking because... I didn't want to spend a hundred dollars on a. Yeah, on I was a just thinking about about that from the. We talked about it last week. Yeah, and um, I couldn't find anything that was reputable. And mm. you definitely can't go to Best Buy or Walmart or anything and find mm. a knockoff Nintendo Joy-Con. It just doesn't exist. That'd be like an online um, thing. More it's an online likely. thing, and yeah. I think there's like some modding that needs to be done. I don't know. I didn't do a whole lot of research to get to the point where I was like, okay, if I can't buy it at Best Buy and shit, then I'm just gonna move on. Yeah, but um. But yeah, no, I mean, I don't really blame Microsoft at the same time, and it's up to the third-party uh, controllers uh, to, to have something put in place where they tell people that, hey, at any time, these things can't work. These things might not work. They cannot guarantee, because it's not a, a, a first-party or a licensed, an Xbox-licensed controller or device, um, this shit, there might be a day you wake up and it's, it's, it's no longer, you can't use it anymore. And that's what's happening. Yeah. So like, uh, you gotta know, it's a pain in the ass. It fucking sucks. I feel for those gamers because the vast majority of them just want to save money. They just want to have fun. They're not there to cheat. Um, but unfortunately the minority destroy it for everybody. Yeah. So which is a common do- thread in life. The older you get, the more you see that, by the way. The squeaky wheel yep. gets the oil kind of sentiment. Uh, yeah. That's a very real thing. 
and uh, which is, you know, uh, which is which kind of rears its head in gaming a lot these days, for sure. Uh, that the the minority can sometimes uh, ruin it for uh, for everyone else, but yeah, in this instance, yeah, I don't blame them. I I would be shocked if we didn't see Microsoft come out and say that they are um, revising or uh, making simpler or reaching out to specific affected known uh, currently off brand uh, suppliers of, of certain types of controllers. And saying that we are going to work with these guys to get them onboarded in some way to license their stuff to some degree so that they can, you know, people that have it at home theoretically should be okay. Like that, I could see that happening if, if again, enough of a stink is kicked up about it um, uh, and, and maybe it will, maybe there won't. But either way, that's the current state of it now. We'll have to wait and see what, uh, what else comes of it. Bungie! We're back on the train of talking about layoffs in the gaming industry and the tech industry as a whole. Bungie uh, is the latest victim of that, uh, and uh, to the tune of somewhere around, there's estimates right now of around 100, but it's uh, the, some are saying, or the, the source saying could be a little bit more, not dramatic. 100 seems to be a pretty, the pretty you know, accurate number for this. Uh, about 100 people of all shapes and sizes in uh, the dev, uh, dev team for Bungie being laid off this Week right towards the end of the month too, which uh, which meant that except for healthcare, I think they said that extended a bit. But for all other for all other benefits that were under them, because it's at the end of the month, they uh, they get one day of lay they get one day of of coverage, and then it's oh, <laughs> and then they have no more coverage after this layoff. So they kind of got they kind of got hung out. At least the healthcare is there. If they didn't have the healthcare part for more than the day, that would be fucking tragic but uh, they at least have that much nevertheless uh this comes um uh, on the back of them talking about a delay for both the next expansion for destiny 2 which is the final shape uh and also the uh the upcoming marathon reboot which um also got delayed the release window for that has gotten pushed back and that's where a lot of the Apparently, a lot of the more senior staff in general got pushed a while back now, was onto the Marathon Project, and left a smaller team to help to, to finalize Destiny 2's content before everyone probably went full bore into, into Marathon. And uh, unfortunately, for Destiny's last uh, expansion, and correct me if, if uh, this doesn't sound a little bit familiar to what we talked about this week, uh, but these layoffs are coming after Bungie missed its revenue targets for the last expansion by 45%. That's not missing a target. You weren't even aiming in the right direction. If you if you off your target by 45%, I'd be firing the person that set the target, not the people that were fucking working on the game. I mean, call me crazy. But if your job is to sit down and go to the fucking board, like that you're at, on the board and you go to the shareholder meeting and you start and you're laying out your your fiscal year, you know, projections for what's going to happen and you're out by 45 percent. God damn. It's a lot of that's a lot of that's a lot of dollars that you're not accounting for. So, of course, as usual. Uh, a bunch of other people get punished for that. So a hundred people are laid off to trim well, the fat. I mean, I think, I think we're a little bit too quick to, to place judgment. Like, oh no, this thing, was what, actually just what they announced. Well, I get this it. isn't, yeah, no, I know in terms of the reasoning, this is what they, this is what the, the reasoning was. Oh, I get was it. Was that specifically? Yeah. But guys, it's the economy. 
Everybody is firing people, laying people off. Everybody. Everybody. And to say, to you know, 45% off, but why did that happen? People don't have money, man. It's hard times out there, man. People... People are getting fucking rinsed, bro. We're keep, keep talking. You know, I'm just taking my my sweater off. Yeah, we're getting like pe- people are getting rinsed out there. So you know, it's easy to it's 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 easy to point and say, oh, okay, well, we didn't we didn't do X, so we have to fire a hundred people. It's like okay to a degree, but if people were if these companies weren't paying so much damn money and in interest. And where the economy is, I'm sure these hundred people probably wouldn't be fired, or be a lot less than a hundred people. They're, the the economy's fucked, and and to be honest, in order for for uh, the economy to get even better, a lot more people need to get laid off. Not just this company, many companies, like thousands of people, need to get laid off because there's two, the the the, the inflation's got to cool the fuck down and that's why these companies are doing this. I'm not here to uh to cheer about yeah 100 people getting laid out. That's not what I'm saying at all. But from an economic standpoint and I I just I just watched the the whole US um uh tech sector. Yes. And the the, the 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 minister or whatever they call them in there in the states, the the, the finance uh, main dude, right from mm. Fed, he's like, bro, there's still too many people that are making money. There's there's more people need to get laid off. Like, uh, or things are slowing down, but they're not slowing down the way that they want them to. And that's why these interest rates are continuing to stay where they are or going up. Fortunately, they didn't go up again. And uh, they're, they're, because they're squeezing these tech companies, and it's not just tech companies; they're, they're squeezing everybody. They they don't want them to borrow anymore, uh, and, and or to slow it down uh, uh, immensely. And because of that, the money's got to go somewhere; it's got to flow somewhere. So, unfortunately, these people get laid off. I'm sure that it, it does have to do with the forty five percent. But you got to ask yourself, why are we off by forty five percent? It can't just be oh, it's a bad. It's a bad miss. Um, well, it is. So we, have to fi- I, we have to fire 100 people. It's like, okay, well, why did we miss by 45%? It ha- maybe it has something to do with the economy, and people well, only have yeah. so much money to spend. You know? It, I mean, it's never, ever one thing, obviously. There's obviously always always multiple reasons. The, the chief reasons would be, one, the expansion was not well-received by fans at all. Um, it was, it, it, uh, it just did. So that by itself was already going to hurt all any of your targets is that if, if your of most course. diehard fans 10 years into destiny two development aren't behind you, you've done yeah. something unfortunately really fucking bad. And now you're going to have a hard time, especially in a game as a service of hitting your targets. Cause if people aren't spending money, microtransactions on the game that they like, you don't make any fucking money. So that was, that was probably the biggest contributing factor was just the game wasn't well received. The follow up to that was that, <coughs> Excuse me. Other than it not being well received, I guess the to the to pair it at the time that that came out, the industry was still in terms of the industry as a whole in terms of sales and whatnot was was still mostly fine. So it was down, but it wasn't what it is now, like today, where it's like down bad across fucking uh, across the board. Even though 
were still setting records, like Spider-Man setting records and shit. So good games are still making good money. It's just that they didn't make a good game. And so they yeah. really got fucked on that. And so maybe not necessarily just that the economy by itself, but if the if people have less money than they did, let's say in 2020, then they're being more discerning with the what they do spend. They and pick so and choose, right? They so pick they and look choose. at Destiny's last expansion and go, eh, do I really need yep. to buy this much out of the fucking store? Uh, yep. Not just the game, but do I need to spend all this, you know, in microtransactions? Do I enjoy it that much? The answer seems to be no. And then you're out by fucking 45 percent which i i feel like i feel like you know if 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 they came to me and said all right we missed the window by 20 percent 25 percent like okay that's still a fucking window that you met like huge it's not very frequently that a company misses a window by 25 percent because of all the factors we're mentioning but 45% is a fucking goddamn number. That is that is out there. I mean, like you're you're just shy of half. You've almost missed it by half. That is a substantial uh missing of the of the mark. And really the company, the people are making those those uh predictions are supposed to also be able to read the market as a whole when they're making these predictions. They're supposed to be taking the market into consideration. They have to say, "Okay, well, one, we're going to assume our game is good." That's one thing that they're going to assume when they go to the board meeting. They're not going to go to the board meeting uh, or the shareholder meeting and go, guys, unfortunately, our game is shit. And now we have to adjust for the fact that our game is shit. Like, nobody's going to say that. So they're going to go into that meeting assuming, yes, our game is at least good enough to match the previous game's uh, production within a band, plus or minus. And then they have to look at the market. Well, what's, where's the market in general? What's the market growth been in this sector specifically? Games as a service, first-person shooters, the whole nine yards, and come out with a number. And so if the market was, at the time when they were making these predictions, in the midst of the downturn, which it would have been at the time, like you were mentioning, and it's been this way for some time, and they're still trying to get to a point where they put the, you know, put the brakes on it, uh, and everyone's getting you know, fucked in the butthole, uh, then they should probably have adjusted their metrics just maybe a little bit, because 45%, Jesus Christ, so it's out there. So I'm not saying, I'm not putting all the blame on the guy that did 45 but I would I am saying is that I would be a, a bit suspect of the person yeah. we have in the position if they miss the mark also, that much. I also think that there's some smoke and mirrors as well that's likely going on. I, I think, mm. you know, that this is an easy way to pass the buck because mm. it sounds so extreme. And, you know, instead of looking like, oh, you know, Bungie, you know, uh, why, why, why are you, why, why is this company removing X amount of people when the CEOs are making X amount of dollars and fucking yeah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Oh, well, the guy who was, or gal that was in charge said it was going to be, we're, we're down by 45%. We got no choice but to do this. And there's a lot of that fuckery that goes on too. When in the cold, hard truth is that these companies are bleeding right now, man, their profit margins are, 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 are paper thin the the pressure is there there ain't no fucking uh light at the end of the tunnel in sight they need they need to buckle down strap down bare bones and get ready for a cold ass winter and that's i think what we're seeing right now it just so happens that this is a sexy headline that they can pass the buck to and then they'll have a bunch of people like us talk about it try and buy into this but in cold hard truth man if if the economic I'm going to start naming were, every podcast cold hard cold truth. Hard truth. <laughs> I think you've said cold, it 14 times per content. Hey, it's the cold, it's the hard and it's the truth. <laughs> All right? If the economy was booming, 
If interest rates were small, well, everyone's bro, easy when it's when every nobody, yeah, of course, ain't nobody getting fired, bro. They'd be hiring. It'd be like everybody's just fucking burning money, like they were for a long time. Now they're realizing, oh shit. We can't burn money anymore. Well, that's especially the but, problem if they're light at the end of the tunnel is they're hoping for what they just had four fucking years ago. And, like, that would be a real friggin' misjudgment because yeah. that ain't coming back around for a while. You ain't seeing and that for a long and fucking you know what time. what that is? That's the cold hard truth. <laughs> Fuck! It's true, though. It is true, though. It's it's a it's a mess. Now, I will in, in the midst of all of this, an interesting layoff in this was, and this one was a bit of a weird one for me, is that they laid off their most well known and uh, and and awarded composer Michael Salvatore. So he he's not too even much around. Money, Adam. He cost I too guess. much money. They got they got to hire that dude with like a MIDI keyboard to do all their fucking music from here on out. Just get somebody yeah. off Fiverr. Uh, yeah. And just uh, get a MIDI keyboard out and be like, yeah. all right, we need a sweeping score for Marathon. Five dollars. What do you got? Yeah. Instead of Hans Zimmer, they got to they gotta get, you know, Hans Zimmer. <laughs> you know, the knockoff version. Hans Slimmer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that, that budget version, the Walmart special. Yeah. So, yeah, tough, uh, tough over there. And uh, and and obviously now with the uh, with the delays for those games. And the reception of the previous game. Well, you fucking lay off a hundred people. There are going to be some delays, man. People, <laughs> like, well, yeah, oh, for sure. But like now, but what people are now thinking is, you know, the last one with full staffing and all that money. Oh yeah, wasn't so hot. Now you, now so you're, hot. Now you're dropping yeah. this, and you're delaying it. I think that's not think, looking so good. <laughs> I think the I don't know this for for a fact, but I think the final shape is the final fucking hoorah for uh, for Destiny. I think two. that I was think supposed to be it anyway. Like story wise, okay. I think that was it. But even okay. if it wasn't, like let's say in the back they had, but wait, there's more. That wait, there's more is no longer oh, there. That wait, there's more is gone. Destiny two. Yeah. I mean, blessed soul. It's lasted longer than I thought it was gonna. So it's held on. You know. Yeah. Yeah, they did. The marathon's the next one. That's and that's probably going to be. I, I wouldn't be surprised if that was some form of game as a service as well when it comes around. So that that will be their next, uh, their next meme. The last note about this is that it is unfortunate because Sony just bought Bungie not a really long time ago, right? And yeah. so when that happens, many of the employees that are that are in this 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 layoff group. Uh, had unvested shares that were uh, that would have only come around into their possession upon being with the newly acquired company for X amount of time, and unfortunately that time hasn't come up, and now they're late, and now they're laid off, which means the compensation package that they received during the bio goes bye bye, and all of those shares get reverted back to Bungie, which uh, which I guess is probably convenient for them. Now, like I said um, in the notes, you know how uh, how many. I don't even think I put this in us, but like, you know, how many, how many shares for a hundred employees would depend on the level of employee, I suppose. But, uh, it's not like they're raking in 30% of the, of the, uh, of the shares out, uh, you know, out on compensation. Uh, but nevertheless, for those employees, that's fucking uh, unfortunate because that's a lot of compensation for a lot of people is when you don't get your vested shares in the bag so i don't know yeah. unless there's some sort of clause or something that's in there i, I don't know I, yeah I don't yeah. Know. yeah and we'll have to wait and we'll have to wait and see how that unfolds i'm sure we're going to find out more information a lot of people were actually blaming sony they thought that sony came in and said you know you guys need to fire people and then I, how we have all this information is it was released that it came directly from bungie bungie was handling its own business 
And that's like a that's an indication of things in general that I think a lot of people get um too quick to like during this this when we got a, a similar topic here coming up but the the um uh consolidation where a lot of companies are getting bought up by these bigger companies and then a lot of people have these assumptions that 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 now parent company is micromanaging every Because Adam they don't understand business, bro. Yeah. That's all no, that's all that is. They, they just do, all they see is big company spending big money. Yeah. And they just want to fire people so that the rich yeah. get richer. Yeah. And there is truth to that to a degree. A bios usually do come with layoffs. Like that almost course. always happens. Yes. Because, but, because, but but there's a reason why. If yes, you're gonna yeah. sell your company, there's obviously issues. Yes. There, yeah. You know, you're if the company is thriving, it's this big thing. You ain't you, you ain't, ain't selling, selling the company. You ain't selling it. No. So ob- it's like it's like when I go buy buy a, a rental property. I'm not buying the rental property, and then I'm not buying turnkey properties yeah, yeah. that already come with property management and stuff. Yeah, you might make money, but like the the, the profit, the the risk to reward ratio just isn't there. It just the sweat equity is gone. You got to buy something and then rehab it, fix it. You got to keep the bones. You got to keep the infrastructure. You got to keep the zoning. You got to, you, you got to, you got to keep the, the, the baby, but then you got to go in there and put your touch on it so that it can start making money again. Yeah. But, but people don't understand it. Just because Microsoft buys blizzard, it doesn't mean that Microsoft is sitting there with an iron fist going, okay, there's somebody here at Microsoft. That's going to sit over uh, Blizzard's uh, thing and and say okay no I don't like that yep yo no you yo 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 there will be an overlord that will oversee massive things but for the most part these companies just run themselves they have their own infrastructure Microsoft or these you know they they don't know how these how these companies uh, it's not like that it, it's it's like it's the same thing when tw- when Twitch got bought out Twitch did its own thing forever in a day. Right, and it wasn't until Amazon finally sunk sunk their fucking claws into it and started infecting it with all this ads and all this stuff, trying to figure out ways to make money. But the the vast majority of these buyouts, the, those companies do their own things, man. The 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 Microsoft, they just gonna put people. They might fire some people here, put somebody from Microsoft that they know and trust that that you know that they can vet to put them in a position. But the infrastructure, for the most part, would stay the same. The company, yeah. the same employees, the same, the same shit. It's not like they woke up one day and they walked in, and now there's Microsoft signs all over the fucking place, and and it's the the work culture is completely different. Maybe that does happen in specific situations where it calls for it. Yeah, but. No, because what, no. You're, you're not going to buy in the microman. You can't. You, that's too you much. Can't. You don't want to. You, all you want to do is buy the asset, clean the asset up uh, out the gate. And then like yes. that old the Ronco fucking rotisserie set it and, and forget, forget it. it. You and don't let and the then bitch it, make money once a quarter. Send fucking Phil Spencer over and say, all right, yes. let's see what How's you guys going? are cooking. That's take it. it out the oven. Let's take a peek. See what it is. And then that's and, and at that point you're protecting your investment. You want to say, okay, so we're putting together Xbox. What are you going to submit? We got the game summer game fest. We got the game war. We're looking for candidates. What do we want to try and bring that's to the right. show? What do you got a that's vertical right. slice for us? Some shit. They're not that's in there right. fucking programming alongside. No, bro, bro, think about it. Right? If I go buy a property and I've got and and there's this construction company that is going to be the general contractor. They're going to take care of all the stuff. Me as the as the owner, the one that's paying these people, 
right? That, that brings yeah. them into my, my ecosystem and under my umbrella. As the owner, I might show up down there once a month, once every whatever, just to see that shit's getting done. Yeah. And see if there's anything alarming, ask for some updates, because I'm spending money. I've spent money for this service, whatnot. But the GC is the GC for a reason. I'm not going to go down there and, and, and tell him how to do his job. I might be able to, I could go, I mean, I could. But at that point, what, what, why what am, am I, I hiring doing? him for? Why am I, exactly. <laughs> if I, like, well, you know, it, it, exactly. So you have to have trust in the, in the, in the people that you have put in place. Yeah. And you just want to oversee it and let them do what they do best. They do it better than you. There's a reason why you spent a half a gazillion dollars on, on, on Blizzard because they do it good. You don't go in there and fuck around and find out. Fuck that, bro. Well, that was like that that video that I did. That was like a, um, the rant from my stream. I cut it together. I kind of like YouTubeified it and put it up that, that for, for my channel blew up. I think we're at like 15,000 views or some shit. Now it kind of fucking, it started slow. YouTube Mm. was testing it in the market, you know? So I Mm. I started noticing it because it went up 500 views in, in like three hours and the, the, the comments were not from my community. I went, oh, YouTube's, YouTube's trying it out. We're, we're on, we're trial and mm. error right now. We're seeing, and it tested, it did well. And then in one day it went up like 8,000 views in like fucking five hours. And the comments were just fucking flowing in. And so in the midst of that, there were of course people talking about how they thought that the reason why Starfield wasn't incredible is because Microsoft bought out ZeniMax, you know, the, the parent company for Bethesda and Microsoft only puts out uh, quantity and not quality. And, uh, and other than the fact that this game was already deep into production long before Microsoft bought them. In fact, it was part of the reason why oh, yeah. they bought them in the first place. Correct. Uh, which I go over in the video, they were limping after fallout 76. And if you remember correctly, they went in and, and alongside Fallout 76, they had an announcement uh, for Starfield at that time. It was the first announcement. Fallout 76 fell apart. Todd's looking for a way, a way to fucking sell this company. They need, yep. they need to be worth more money. They need to be sweeting this bitch up. And then that's what happened. Now here we are. And, but the game was already deep into fucking development. Of course. And then on, to- and then on top of that, I, I, I think I put this in the response to this comment. But I said, listen, okay, sure. But like, here's the thing. That game was supposed to come out a year earlier. Correct. Whose decision do you think it was? Are you going to say that, are you only ever going to put all the bad on Microsoft and the good on Bethesda? So was it Bethesda's decision to hold the game back for a year after Microsoft just spent $7 billion on the, on the investment? Or do you think maybe after Microsoft spent $7 bill on this bitch that they decided to put this back in the oven because Phil did show up on the campus and, and he said, said, hey, Todd, Whoa. what do you, what do you got? got here? And Todd said, ah, here's a video. And, and Phil went... Mm, don't think so todd put that back in the oven (laughs) exactly quite literally i'm almost positive that's what happened but either way the you know uh, blaming microsoft for for a game that was basically already done it's kind of like redfall was the same thing redfall was basically already it was basically done they're scapegoating microsoft they don't they don't want to admit that midfield didn't pan out and their favorite little they're yeah, dead. They're, they're fa- <laughs> their favorite little uh, company, the Bethesda, that comes out with their with their favorite RPGs. And hey, all the power to you. Yeah. But now they now they're looking for an excuse, man. They're looking for somebody to blame because it's so bad or it's so mid that even the hardcore fans 
they, they even, they, even they can admit this game ain't what it was, and they need somebody to blame because they want, they, they, they want to believe so bad that Bethesda couldn't do this. It can't be Bethesda's fault. They'd never do the cold, that to you. The cold, hard truth, Adam. <laughs> it is their fault. They made that game, and guess what? It ain't no different than the shit they've been putting out for the last decade. Exactly, so, yeah. Uh, Big shocker. Woo! Oh, no. But yeah, but yeah I do. Anyway. But people have been putting too much blame. Like, do are there decisions that are made after a company of buys? Course. Of course, because they are protecting their investment uh, to the best of their ability. But the uh, the thought that they go in and say, okay, you know, you absolutely need to release this game, you know, right now, whatever. Does that happen? I'm sure it does, but uh, not very frequently because, again, yeah. they got to make this money back. Of you course. Don't, you don't, you don't, you don't want to like lose money. Like the only time that you're going to see somebody rush something out is one, they're stupid. They're just making bad business decisions. And two, because they're making bad business decisions because their position is on the line because they are trying to hit a target and the fiscal year end comes up and they're looking at the clock going, if we delay this, it's going to land in the new fiscal yep. year, which means yep. I can't put that on the financial report, which means I'm going to see a fucking big red oh, yeah. fucking line. And oh, yeah. I can't have that, so oh. post the game. Oh, big time. <laughs> big time. Oh, and interest rates aren't 2%, 3% anymore. Exactly. You think these you think these companies are paying for this shit in cash? No. No, hell no. No, unless they're private. Hell. In which case hell. they so, unless oh. they 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 a lot on of the, it on the smaller end but very small. But we're talking yes. we're talking multi-billion dollar buyouts this same oh, yeah. cash. No, 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 no. no. They no, pay no, no. interest on this oh, yeah. shit. Oh, of course. The longer they delay, the more money gets burned every single month. They have bills in the tens of millions of dollars in interest. They can't fuck around, bro. So they, they these companies, they want this shit out. But if it ain't ready, that's why somebody like Phil is in the position that he's in. Yeah. It's why Kevin Feige is in the position that he's in over at Marvel. It's because you need somebody that can go there and oversee and say, nah, reshoots. Nah, no, this ain't it. This ain't it. And the thing is, these guys have been in this industry forever. Their whole fucking careers. They know. These guys ain't stupid people, bro. They're not the 70-year-old white dude sitting in the back of a corporate chair that knows nothing about video games. These guys are the pulse. They have been there in, in every type of part of that roller coaster. And it don't take a genius for somebody like him to walk in there and see a game and go, guys, <laughs> this <laughs> no. is supposed to be the biggest game uh, in the last decade. What, what this, this ain't it. This ain't it. And if that means we got to drag this bitch out for another year, year and a half, two years, we do what we have to do. Because the short-term L is going to be infinitely, it, it won't be as bad as the long-term fallout of what's going to happen if you completely destroy this franchise and you fuck everything up. And we've got everything riding on the back of this bitch. There ain't no way we can play these games. No. So, you know, that's the that's the the reason why these guys are in the position that they're in because they make calls. Sometimes they make the wrong calls. Well, of and course. that's but then you've got people like Phil that can f- face the fire. He goes out there and he says, "Guys, I got this one wrong. I fucked up." There ain't no passing the buck. You know, he takes it on the chin. 
That's what I like about Phil is that you might not agree with everything that he's, you know, been the head of as far as like a decision is concerned, but there's nobody I'm aware of in the industry at the at the position level that he no. is that goes out and yeah. just takes it on the chin every fucking mm. time. He takes the praise, but then he goes out if shit's wrong. He's the yep. first person that yes. you see talk about anything. He's on like small podcasts, giving yes. fucking interviews. He's everywhere, immediately yes. talking as as openly as he can. Because obviously, he can't fucking say absolutely of everything. Because you can fuck, you can fuck you can f- a fuck lot your of shit, shit up. up even harder. Especially when he, yeah. you know, when when this whole thing with Activision Blizzard was going on, he was still giving interviews. He was taking all these hard questions. He's like, he's doing the dance to not fuck this whole thing up. And you don't see people like he's the only one doing that shit. Dude, Jim Ryan before he left, I've I've memed yep. on him before. You know, as 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 good or bad as he may have been for the company, whatever whatever you want to look at it, he was not Phil. He was not on the ground. He yep. he'd come. The thing I always make fun of, he'd come down from his fucking like high horse or his fucking golden throne once yep. every year, either when it was really good or fucking catastrophically bad, and at yep. no other point. And it was always just corporate speak. It was never him just chilling. Yeah, showing up. It was never genuine. Thing. It was never no. genuine. It was just like it's just business. It was yeah. like I have which to be is here fair. Or... Some guys are just that's sure. who they fucking sure. are. In but a business, Phil, they're a Phil, suit. Phil is just like Kevin Feige, man. He'll go out there and he'll face the rain. He'll yeah. people ask him tough questions, and yeah, sometimes the news ain't good and he's not happy about it. But it is what it is, man. You're never gonna have a company that is gonna be is gonna run like butter the no. whole fucking for its entire inception. You're gonna get some things wrong. Absolutely. Uh, speaking of PlayStation, the former PlayStation head, Sean Layden, who I was a much bigger fan of than uh, Jim Ryan, uh, talked about the consolidation of the industry happening and uh, says he's not a fan of it for much the same reasons as many other people like us are. Uh, for instance, the main thing that he pointed out is, is and this is not like uh, an uncommon opinion, is the the idea of smaller uh, smaller companies being bought up and being taken off of more creative projects to be put onto some big Cog or cog in a bigger wheel to make some generic shit and pump out what's supposed to be this big AAA amazing game, and that ends up being a fucking flop. And then you don't get the creativity from the smaller, you know, the smaller studio because you've eaten them up and put them onto these big projects. And so he said, you know, it's killing creativity in a lot of instances, uh, and that's a big problem. And he also talked a little bit about. Um, about how he's not a fan of how the industry as a whole, not pointing out anyone in particular, but as the industry as a whole, how bad the industry has been for preserving its games, its ba- its catalog of games, uh, where games are just disappearing. We talked about this many months ago now on the podcast, where it was like 80% of all games that have ever been made have just gone to the fucking, like, mists, right? Like, Mr. Black said a bunch behind him, but, like, we've lost... The vast majority of the games are just gone. Mm-hmm. And he's, he was like, man, we've got to do better than that. I mean, like, look at the film industry. Look at the music industry. We got fucking catalogs, masters yep. and shit kept forever. Uh, yep. And and we're not doing a good enough job on this side. Now, there is... So I agree with him there. And, I, and as I said, I actually liked him a lot. He was closer to a Phil. He wasn't exactly Phil, but he was closer to Phil. He, had a, he was less of a suit. He was still a suit, but he was less of a suit. Um... Uh, and he was the guy that brought you like, I mean, he was your, your, your late stage PS3, PS4, the, the guy, the guy did a good job. However, that being said, it is a bit hypocritical to a degree. I'm not, I don't, I'm not saying he's lying. It's a bit hypocritical because he's currently working high up in Tencent, 
which is one of the largest contributors to the consolidation of the market. So, uh, you know, <laughs> I mean, he's doing a job, but he's getting paid for it, obviously, and he doesn't mind the fact that, that he, I, he obviously knows that what he's saying might be a little bit hypocritical. But nevertheless, that is a stance on it. And so I just thought I'd throw that in there because it does relate a little bit to uh, the topic we were just talking about. Um, but I always hoped that Sean Layden would come back, that Sony would poach him back away from Tencent and put him back in. Uh, I think they'd all, any of the, of the, of the, like PlayStation bros, like the console wars and shit, they did not like Jim Ryan at all. When he came out and talked about turning PlayStation into a games as a service, you know, uh, provider and all this shit recently, every, I mean, every, nobody liked that because games a fucking service. Nobody likes that shit. So I, I always thought if they brought back Sean, it would be like the fastest track to, winning a whole bunch of people like, instant they like they would it would be like if you get anyone else you're gonna have to earn it yeah i feel like if you bring sean back everyone fucking loved him so you bring him back and you immediately everyone stops giving a fuck about about the jim ryan situation and now you have this so we'll we'll see i don't know if they'll be able to poach him away from 10 cent because i'm sure the money over there is 10 cent has got the Whoa! <laughs> even though even though their stock has has been uh has been fucking getting absolutely oh. reamed for like the last two years but uh i'm sure his paycheck is still fine oh, yeah <laughs> he'll be fine he'll be all right uh, owns everything oh cliffy b the original i curse on stage and uh and the uh the creator of gears of war says uh, that he wants to consult on or head up a God of War-esque reboot of the Gears of War franchise as he thinks that it has a lot of potential and that it's time. Uh, honestly, as much as I like to meme on Cliffy B, uh, I don't disagree with him. This is in an age of remakes and remasters and everything else. I feel like Gears of War probably is at its time. It's, it's not getting any more sequels. Uh, or at least it shouldn't because we're on, what, Gears 5 or 6 or some fucking ungodly number. Uh, and, and so I think, uh, I think it is about, about time for that. I think it wouldn't be a bad idea, um, you know, for, for a Gears revival. Now, that being said, um, Cliff did leave Epic in 2012, meaning he was there for the original trilogy, which many people would say are the best three games of the, uh, of the, the entire series. I don't know if you remember this or not, uh, cause it was something that, you know, back when, um, um, it was the, uh, uh, the battle royale shit was like really, really big at the time on Twitch, like even bigger than, or, or like proportionately bigger than now. He created Bosky Studios after he left, uh, Epic and wanted to make his own game and went out and made a game called Lawbreakers. Do you remember Lawbreakers? Uh, I did. I do remember. And it crashed and burned. It crashed and burned. Real quick. Real they quick. Paid, I remember, I remember I had gotten... I'd gotten a, a sponsorship offer from them for a ridiculous. It was like a ridiculous amount of money. They were paying. They were paying streamers insane amount of money. Oh yeah, and that game died very so quick. fast. Death. It was well, like it was, more, it was an, well, because it was an arena shooter, right? It yeah. wasn't. It was an arena shooter trying to come out at the absolute peak. War, yeah, bro. It was of bad battle royale. Bro. Yeah, it was bad timing. Was I horrible. don't think the game was bad. The game was it all was, right. The game was yeah. yeah, the game was all right. It was but. just the worst timing imaginable. Like just could not yeah. be worse, which is why they had to spend so much money on streamers because they weren't going to play it uh, without that kind of money when everyone else is playing battle royals and making, you know, hand, you know, money hand over fist. 
Yep. So anyway, so like, no, I don't, I don't think, I don't think that he's, I, I just bring that up because I'm thinking, depending on who is doing the hiring and, and how much they know of that situation, they might look at his last work and go, ah. but then when you realize he is the guy that headed up the original trilogy of Gears of War, you might be able to look past that one because Gears of War became one of Microsoft's biggest franchises next to Halo. And, it, and for a time, it was arguably bigger than Halo, uh, and so you know I, it would be interesting to see. But I would I wouldn't mind it. Do you remember you we you definitely played at least the first Gears of War when yeah. it came out. Yeah, I played Gears one and two. I don't think I went further than than two. I've never. I, I honestly, if I'm being honest, I was, I was never, never a, a huge fan of Gears. No, like, I liked the just, campaign in the first game though. Yeah. Like I'll say that it just, much. It it wasn't a. It just didn't speak to me. Yeah. Um. I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was. Was it the third person thing that just did like, the cover? Because it's a cover shooter, right? Cover, yeah, yeah, it's a cover shooter. I mean, it, don't get me wrong. It's a fun, it's a fun game, but and it well made. Yeah, it just didn't hold my interest. It's not yeah, a game yeah. that I could just play competitively or want to, you know, ladder go do matchmaking, go play whatever. It's campaign, okay, but like, it just didn't. It doesn't speak to me, but I get yeah. it. I see why people love it. I see why it did so well. And, uh, you know, they might be doing this because we're going to get, like, a Gears Gears of War show. Um, you could, yeah, so, that's, you yeah know, that's true. So maybe they're, maybe they're just planning to ramp up, and, and if the, the, the show does really well, then, you know, perhaps this will be their in. Because they're going to, it's going to be... You you're going to want to do I, it in a bunch, right? You're going to want to, like, yeah. be able like to share marketing. Exactly. Exactly right. So if it, it, it's going to introduce people to to the franchise that aren't typically in gaming, maybe. Um, and I also think that's the reason why Spider Man does so well, is because you know Spider Man is like Spider Man always has done well, but Spider Man is just red hot all the fucking time. Yeah, Spider Man yeah. is everywhere. My son just wears Spider Man shit every fucking day. And he's never seen a, a, a live-action Spider-Man movie in his life. <laughs> He'd be scared shitless. But he'll watch the, the animated shows. He'll, he loves the, 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 the stuff, the, the movies. I mean, maybe they can start tapping into some of this. Um, when it, when it, if it hits Netflix and it's going yeah, to yeah. a broad audience, you know, they, 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 there might be, this might be the play. And we've, it's been long enough. Since yeah, we I think had so. Years where it's like okay, like I think, uh, I think so. St- start fresh. Like when was last Gears of War oh, game release? It's gotta be what, like eight years? Uh, no, no, no. Gears Five was 2019. Oh, that's right. Gears Five came out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I forgot about Gears Five. Yeah, yeah. And they've still been making other games like Gears Tactics and stuff. All the Gears stuff has always been good. Um, I just feel like it, it's... I thought Gears 4 was the last one. I didn't even know there was a Gears 5. Yeah, it was 5. 5 took some time. 5, five took a while to, to come to come around. Yeah, 2016 but... since, Gears, uh, since Gears 4 and 2019. Okay, well, I mean, hey. Apparently um, they are doing Gears 6. Okay. Uh, apparently. Now, we don't know if it's for certain, but it, they, it is assumed 24-25. Okay. Well, we'll see. Would we'll I want see. Gear Six, or would I want them to go back and reboot? I don't know. I think I'd rather. I think I'd rather reboot, and I, and I think um, to not just remake the first game, yeah. but start over, Gears of War, and make a new 
a new yeah. game, some new characters. And I'm sure some, I'm, you know, I'm sure Cliffy probably has stuff that back then when they made Gears 1, 2, and 3, things that they would have liked to have done game-wise that they just they couldn't at the time, techno- technological holdbacks, things of that nature. That might be, you know, a good reason to get in and, and add that kind of stuff in things of the, uh, of the, cause the core gameplay is still modern. It's, it's, uh, yep. it's a, it's a cover, it's a fucking cover shooter. Um, yep. you know, it's basically a, a, a really dirty, grimy chainsaw and blood filled version of the division, uh, right. on a smaller scale. It's not a, you know, PVP or uh, type environment or a large P- based PVE and shit. Maybe that's it. The, the division, but gears of war. <laughs> we'll see. Good luck. But either way, either way, good luck uh, to, to uh, Cliff on that one. I don't know if he's going to win that one, but uh, all the best. Uh, Sega lists in their integrated report for 23, this is kind of like their plan, their upcoming plans or whatever. This is like their financial gig. Uh, that they said that they planned their super game. That's what they're calling it. They have no actual working title, but they're super. So the one that they're putting, that what that means is the game we're putting all of our money into, mm. their super game, their big one. Uh, is an aim- aiming for a 20, uh, 2026 release and that they are planning a number of old IP revivals to uh, be stop gaps in between uh, now and then. I'm sure they'll have other new IP stuff as well, but this seems to be the general uh, roadmap for them. This coincides with what we've heard out of them in the past where they had like the whole shtick where they were going to uh, start reviving old IPs they had because uh, Sega does have a lot of great IPs that have just not been touched in a really long time. Uh, but we'll have to wait and see. The thing is, it sounds like it's just spinning up now. We first heard about that like one, two years ago. Uh, and it just seems like it's only just spinning up now. So we're not going to see too much out of it. I'm very interested in what this big fucking project is. It sounds like an MMO, but do you, should, does Sega really need to do an MMO right now? I don't, I don't know if that's necessarily a good idea. Uh, but we'll have to wait and see what it fucking means. Whatever super game is. I don't think uh, anybody needs to do any MMOs. No, neither do I. I think the MMO days are... Dwindling fast. They're dwindling, yeah. Yeah, I, I, w- I would be interested in what their revival games will be. If I don't get a Jet Set fucking Radio Future remake or a remaster, I'm going to be very upsetty spaghetti, I can tell you that much. I'm going to be... Uh, it's like the top three for decades now for what people want to have them do, but uh, we'll have to wait and see what that is, because they're being very vague in this writing like i don't even know as an investor with sega i wouldn't even know what to think about this i'd read this and i'd be like okay so you plan on doing some stuff and things thanks good luck no specificity like whatsoever (laughs) you know we got a big game our super game in 26 that we're gonna uh, revive some sort of old ips between now and then all right thanks appreciate it (laughs) thank you very much waiting for my dividends to come in the mail um, <laughs> uh, and that's it. Actually, that's that's the last one because we did the last uh, little piece uh, before that. So, Mr. Black, it's time to tell everyone at home about our fine sponsor and Patreon. Patreon.com slash lag TV. Head on over there. Throw some money at the screen if you want to support us directly. Um, If you don't want to do that, that's okay. But you should go get NordVPN. Should do that. N-O-R-D-V-P-N dot com slash O-T-T. Mm. Use the promo code O-T-T. Save massive amounts of cash. Plus, four extra bonus, four extra months on top. That's mm. just the thing now. So Permanent. that makes 
When you add that extra four months on top of that two years, you're less than a half the price of a Grande Cinnamon Dolce Latte at Starbucks. You're less than half. Mm. Trust me, I know they're not cheap. I do buy one about once every two months because I hate going to Starbucks because it costs so much money. But they are, but it is delicious. I'm not going to lie. It is very <laughs> delicious. They do have delicious drinks. Uh, and yeah. if you do plan to go to Starbucks and you don't want people to know that you are going on their website and getting yourself some gift cards, well, you can have anonymity using NordVPN. Nobody needs to know. Mask your IP. To a different region, place. Shit, you could probably be from another planet if you try hard enough. With NordVPN. <laughs> digitally. Of course. <laughs> Can't transport anywhere. Not yet. It, it is, this is an instant transmission. No. But, but you can be digitally. Yes. So, for example, say you're chilling here in Canada. And you go on YouTube. And you're like, oh, there's a new music video out. You click on that. It's like, this ain't, this ain't, and it makes that noise too. This ain't, uh, this ain't, th this video is not available for your region. Okay. Well, I got NordVPN. So all you need to do at the click of a button, you mask your IP from Canada to the States or Canada to the UK or Canada. You just keep going until eventually there'll be a region out there. Damn, that, that video might only be able to be seen via Norway. Guess what? You can mask your IP using NordVPN to Norway so you can unlock that content and watch it and basically trick the internet to think that you are really Nor Norinian? Nor 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 that you are a Norinian Nor Why do I feel like it's a Norinian? What are they? What what is the nickname for somebody from Norway? What do they call them? Norwegian. Norwegian. There it is. I knew. No. That. I knew that. But you gotta. You, you gotta. You gotta say Norinian. Just sounds like Norinian. I'm Norinian. Uh, I gotta get a spelling on that for the podcast title. Uh, Norinian. Norinian. So, so yeah, so basically, guys, you can use it anywhere uh, at any time if you're traveling. <laughs> and, like, when I go to the States and I'm chilling over there, say I'm watching a show on Netflix from Canada and it's not available on the U.S. Netflix, I can mask my IP. Uh, guys, you can stay safe, anonymous on the Internet. You know, you can use up to six simultaneous devices, big discounts, 30-day 30, 30 money-back guarantee. If you don't like that for whatever reason, you don't like the service, Get your money back within 30 days. Plus, if you get yourself that two-year subscription, go ahead, take a screenshot of that, send it over to lifesaglitchtv at gmail.com with a StarCraft game or replay of your choice, and we will cast it guaranteed. So now it's just now, now you're just getting all kinds of extra. We just throwing that right on the top. Tired of trying to play the leg TV lottery? Or you're like, oh, maybe this is my week. Maybe this is my week. Well, now it can be a guaranteed cast. All of that, guys, for less than a grande <laughs> cinnamon dolce latte a month. Half a cup of it. So head on over there. 
nordvpn.com slash ott and get yourself that subscription that's it magnificent well done sir thank you thank you uh and now it's time for i wonder how many people actually listen to this is uh, this the part question. of the podcast where they skip or they're like oh here we go no nah, here we, we might go we, we might be I, in that pocket where it's just different enough each time that maybe they just listen yeah, yeah i try and i try and you know switch up the delivery and the flow a little bit just to keep it entertaining and engaging while we sell out so i i i, I would like to know in the comment section, let me know. Do you sit through the Nord plug? <laughs> do you do it? I need to know. Anyway. I think, I think so. Uh, uh, movies and TV. And now it's time for... Tech support. <laughs> Patreon.com slash TV. There's literally no movies, TV news at all this week. So uh, we drove by on that one. Uh, Patreon.com slash like to be the place to go if you want to finish support the support the podcast just like Mr. Black uh, just went over in that uh, wonderful sellout segment. Uh, $5 or more each and every month to get you a couple perks. Chiefly, you get to ask us some questions here uh, on the show uh, by, uh, by post that is put up on the Patreon page just before the podcast starts. Oh, no. Oh, we should probably mention that, I suppose. That is very true. Matthew Perry of, uh, of Friends fame did pass away this week. Right. Uh, uh, very unfortunate, uh, you, you, you know, only 50 something years of age. Uh, and, um, I don't know if I heard the exact cause of it. I heard that it might've been, um, cardiac while he was in his like hot tub or jacuzzi. something or jacuzzi. Yeah. And then one thing led to another, uh, on that one. And so, uh, yeah, very unfortunate indeed. Uh, and, uh, you know, too young to be too, too young to be, uh, to be going out like that. Uh, and uh, of course fans were all, you know, the tributes were, were plentiful friends. People make fun of friends, but friends is probably one of the most important TV shows in North American, like popular culture history, uh, by no small margin, probably one of the most syndicated shows ever. Uh, and, uh, and, and if you talk to almost anyone, even now, um, uh, even today, if you talk to almost anyone that's doing like English as a second language, a lot of them learn their conversational English watching episodes of Friends and have for decades, basically. So, uh, yeah, a, a very unfortunate uh, indeed. Uh, oh, oh my God. Okay, I'm getting, I'm getting out more update. We got movies, TV, news. Letter Kenny is ending, Mr. Black. 12 seasons deep. It's the last season coming up. I've never been a massive fan of Letter Kenny. Letter Kenny, so it's not really my sense of humor. Although I will say there are there are some there are some funny there are some clips of clips that, that show I've seen that are pretty fucking funny. <laughs> but it's definitely not a show that I'll like sit down and you know like watch and, a full episode and binge. Yeah, and binge watch. I'm, you know, Letter I'm Kenny. similar. Like I've always felt like um, as a as a skit as like a short form skit yeah. format. Yeah. It was yeah. perfect. I'm not yeah. saying the show's bad. I think they actually did a great job of moving it from skit format to show. Clearly, they got 12 seasons deep. They did very yeah. well with it. Uh, but but for me, I just the 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 short form skit versions that they did early on before uh, it became yeah. a full blown show. Goated, yeah. I, I, all the the writing in that show is fucking crazy, bro. I, like it's 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 uh, very well done. So yeah, 12 seasons is a. 12 seasons for a piece of friggin' very hyper specific Canadian comedy 
It's pretty yeah. fucking good. It's kind of like uh, Trailer Park Boys, right? It's just sort it of. It is. It's same. kind of like the yeah. same kind of a kind of a thing. It's just the Trailer Park Boys were the trashy East Coast version, and they're the Northern Ontario hockey player versions. Basically, basically how that goes. Uh, but yes, tech support five dollars or more a month. I put up uh, the questions uh, or the post on the Patreon page just before the podcast each week. You to ask uh, the questions, we give you the answers in the time that we have. Let's see what we got. This week, uh, oh, this is an interesting take or an interesting question. Uh, Henry asks, would you rather take the Deadpool serum or the Captain America serum? Bro, I'm, I'm sorry. Despite the fact that Deadpool is basically indestructible, nobody needs to be fucking looking like that on a daily basis. That shit's hurting situation physically and otherwise. And if you're going to tell me I'm going to look and be, and be able to age as, as slowly as Captain America... I'm going with the fucking Captain America. Let's be honest here. It's fucking Captain America. Mm. 100%. I like, mm. is it cool that if you cut off you know, Deadpool's arm, he's just going to grow another one? Yeah, that's cool. But it still hurts like a motherfucker, and you look like you're a burn victim 24 hours a day. You don't want to have that shit. Like, it's just like, that's just, that's too much. You got to be masked mm. up all the time. You know, having relationships, basically impossible. You know, that's, you know, not my first, if between that and the cap, I mean, come on. Mmm. Captain America, you tell me I'm gonna look like Chris Evans. Deal. <laughs> well, I mean, you could be the, the look like the Falcon, right? Because he's now the new Captain America. That's also true. Yes, it's also true. Um, you make some good points, <laughs> but I I think I I would prefer the power set of Deadpool. Okay, over Cap. Despite what comes with that, what comes with the power? It's the yeah, it's the it's the it's the burns, it's the it's the skin, it's the fucking the look. It would get it would get old, right? But I also feel like Deadpool. I feel like Deadpool has more fun, you know, because he well, knows, did, did. like he's he, he knows that he he's pretty much indestructible, yeah. and. You know, he he just goes around like he'll it's like he'll fuck himself up just to feel something. Well, he's the physical uh, embodiment of like of British and Canadian self-deprecating humor because he mm -hmm. has to, because like, what else are you going to do in his situation except make a joke of it all? Right. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I think just from a quality of life standpoint, I, I have to go with Captain America. But if it was simply just based on powers yeah, I'd be picking Deadpool very quickly over over Cap, but I got to go with Cap because Cap is also it's it's Captain America. Everybody loves Cap. You look good. Oh, you're can the I hero. Choose, can I choose Captain Canuck? I have there the T-shirt. I just realized I have the T-shirt on. I mean, can you I would kind Captain of be Canuck? Captain Canuck, right? It's true. You, you know, you'd just be Captain America, and you'd be Captain North America. Can I be Captain 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 Nor Norwegian? <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> Captain Norwegian. Uh, I don't know how I came up with Norwegian. Uh, it just sounded. Do I. It just sounded right. Fuck if I know. Until it didn't. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, did we talk about this last week? 
the there was like new the new Stormgate stuff. There Winter did a big video on his yep. uh take of did we talk about it since then? The, since mm, that happened? I don't think so. I don't think so. I think I I wait, no, we did. We I, I spoke about Stormgate um well, you spoke Light. about what we like, were going I, to see next, but was it that re- this this most recent? I think it was last week. I think it was last week. Was yeah. it? Yeah. Um, my my brain's fried today, so I can't I can't remember. Well, they sent me they they sent me a video. Basically, what Winter did and, and some other content creators is um, we weren't allowed to speak in detail and show off the game. Yeah. But yeah. what they do at the end is they give you basically like a like a press sort of like a media sort of uh, video that you can discuss and kind of go over. Um, and I, I opted to just not do it this time around. Um, uh, I'm just waiting for more of the game to come out and kind of get more in depth uh, when the time comes. But yes. yes. And they're, they're apparently, I think, actually, I'm not even sure I'm supposed to. Yeah, anyway, I'll shut up. <laughs> <There's>, <laughs> Before- there, yeah, I don't know exactly what's public and what's not, but. There's more stuff coming, to put it that way. And um, yeah, I when I can speak about it, I can. I'll look into it, though. Uh, he had a little bit of a follow-up there. He said, uh, Jeff, are you still completely out on buying a Steam Deck? Yes, I'm out. And the thing is, is uh, I, I had pre-ordered one. I had it, and then they fucked me. I, I, I think I was in Vegas at the time, or I was in Spain, one of the yeah, two. You, I can't you needed remember. to like, click on like, a confirmation. I to click on a, yeah. And and uh, you know within within seventy two hours heard, I've never shit. heard anything like that yeah. in my life. And that I had already so pre ordered it, right? Like I'd already put down the deposit. I did I did all the stuff that you were supposed to do. Now they didn't yeah. give me the deposit back, but like that just it just pissed me off. Really, it, it, it was just, I was just turned off by it. Ultimately, I'm happy I didn't buy it because number one, I probably wouldn't have used it. Yeah, at all. Um, and then number two. It's not that the, not that it's bad, but like you can go, I could go buy one off Facebook Marketplace right now for probably half of what the thing is worth. There's so many people that are selling it, so you know I think at this point I'm just gonna wait for the next version of the Steam Deck because I'm sure we'll get another one because I think yeah. it, I think it's sold pretty well. So you know if there's like the the Steam Deck two, then maybe I'll maybe I'll give it another uh, another look, scene, another try, but I don't plan to buy this one. I don't game enough. That's that's the well, thing. It was well, just yeah. like I just wanted it to want it, and then yeah. like with my media room, if I wanted the boys were over and I wanted to play something without lugging my whole fucking PC over there, it would it, that would have been nice to do. But I'm not like d- desperate for it. I'm uh, not losing sleep. Jubinator asks, "Fuck, Mary kill, spring, summer, fall, no winter because we would all kill it." Is what he Spring, said. summer, and fall. Yeah. Um. All right, I'm killing spring. Can die. Just just die. Yeah. Um I am marrying fall and I'm fucking summer. Yeah, that's my answer too. Because I don't I don't you know, hate spring, but we don't even really have a spring here these days. We it just don't. it goes from winter to summer. There's yeah. like a there's like a week or two tops of yeah. spring. Yeah. Where it's like, "Oh, man, it's nice. It's like 8 degrees out. Birds are chirping, leaves are coming back. Oh, this is fantastic." And then all of a sudden it's 30 degrees. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, there's no, and then there's no ramp. Two. Yeah. The there's no day. ramp anymore. Yeah. yeah. No, that's no. true. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I have the same, I have the exact like same fall, man. Like fall is like, you can marry fall. It's comfortable. It's, it's just, 
It's not too cold. It's not too hot. It's just, it's comfort. It's comfort food. It's true. Uh, Mad Kiwi asks, go to video game on a snowy day. I mean, I'll just, I'll just say it. Any, any comfort, if I, anything, it never happens. I never do it. Um, but any comfort related thought for games typically for me is, is Morrowind. I'm just playing fucking Morrowind. It's my favorite game of all time. It's the, the, you get the Morrowind track in the back of your headphones or fucking speakers on repeat for nine straight hours and it could be raining outside, snowing mm. outside, whatever. Uh, you know, that's, that's, you know, that's my, uh my jam i don't i almost never go to a multiplayer game ever uh mm-hmm. when i want to relax i go to multiplayer if i want to be fucking awake and turnt i'm uh, yeah. probably angry for uh, for a period of time but like yeah. in general it's typically a single player game and it's usually an older game it's never a yeah. newer game like ever yeah. Because I want nostalgia at that point, right? I, I'm feeling the stiff. It's snowing outside. It's winter months, whatever. I get very nostalgic during the winter months. Uh, and, uh, and so, you know, that's, that's what I want. I want nostalgia. So it's Morrowind. It's, it's uh, you know, go back and play any old game, really. Yeah. That, you know, just something like that. I'm going to go with Mario 64. That's another good choice. That's a, that's a comfort that's a comfort game. It reminds me of my childhood. It still holds up. It's fun. You can play the game so many times and it's just, it's still a fucking good time. Um, classic platformer. Um, fantastic. It just makes you happy. The music, the colors, the fucking, the everything. I'm going to go with Mario 64. Did you hear? Uh, Suiji uh, broke the zero star record. I saw that. And so now that. he's down to the 120 record, yep. and that's the show. And then he's going to have all five major categories. Mm. That kid is a fucking animal, bro. Mm. Kid is crazy. Um, this is an interesting question uh, coming in from David. Said, given the situ, uh, given the situation where you are teaching in a high school. So if we were a teacher in high school. Would you rather teach in a low-income neighborhood where there are behavior problems and potential threats to your safety, or in a too-wealthy neighborhood where parents are busting your balls about giving their kids good marks and you've constantly, you, you constantly feel like you're being watched? You know... <laughs> I gotta be honest, having worked, in, having worked with kids in a low-income uh, neighborhood, you still get your balls broken by parents all the fucking time. Yeah. It's just for different reasons. Typically. Yeah. yeah. You know, I'm going to go, out, I'm going to go out and say, um, and I, and, and I know, I mean, I grew up in, in, in low income, uh, schooling. Yeah. The, yeah. You know what the, 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 the non low income schooling was when I went to junior high with you. That was like, you know, that's like suburban, you know, no black yeah, yeah. kids, no, no, you know, uh, there, there was, there, there was no hood. You know what I mean? Like it was, it was a white school. It wasn't like super high end, but like, you know, the stuff that my son's at now, it's, you know, it's very different. It's a very different situation. And that school, by the way, that you're referencing. Yeah. Fucking terrible right now. (laughs) Okay. I believe that. I believe (laughs) that. So I've seen, I've seen all the, the the ends of the spectrum. Like I, I I was, I was born in the, basically in the hood and I went to uh, elementary schools that were in the hood. And our and our high school was the hood. 
Straight up. Our high, just, school, it, our high school is still the hood, basically. It's still basically. the hood. <laughs> it, it straight up is not a good school. So, but I will say this. I'm picking the I'm picking the hood school. And the reason why I'm picking the hood school is because number one, I grew up there. Mm. And I know what it's like to be there, to 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 live in that. And I believe that I would have a a um a good enough grounded approach and a personality that would relate to these kids. And I think I could be the cool teacher that the kids respect and that they don't push around like they do some of the other weaker minded uh, teachers or ones that just don't, you know, in high school, we there there were there were you know we had like Mr. Church and we had uh, there there were there were a few there teachers a that were just like yes there was a, there were teachers that just knew how to come down to our level and speak to us like we were adults even though we were fucking kids and showed us the respect and then there were you know your your standard sixty year old um, you know man or woman teacher that just was there because that's the school that the board put them at and they got they got their shit pushed in bro they got ran the fuck over because they just could not relate to these kids and they just did, they had a horrible approach um not saying that their that their their approach to teaching was bad but their approach to teaching a certain type of demographic that live a certain way and that that respond a certain way i believe that i could do i think i could do that would it be frustrating at times? Absolutely. But I also believe that it would be the most rewarding because I think you could have more impact because in, in the hood, and I'll be stereotypical, I don't care. I was, I, I was raised in there. I don't give a fuck. You know, uh, a lot of the parents aren't good parents um, or, or if they're not good parents or if they are good parents, they um, oftentimes their their approach to parenting isn't as hands on or or as um as present as what you would say the school that my son goes to you know the 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 school that my son goes to people are pulling up in mercedes and fucking you know teslas every fucking six cars and and blah 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 and and they're they're much more um you know there's a lot of housewives uh you know a lot of People that are very hands-on, my wife included, you know, it's just been been there, uh, been at home, like stay-at-home moms or stay-at-home dads, and and they just they're they're just much more uh, present. I'm not saying that the, that uh, non-present parents at uh, nicer schools don't exist because they absolutely do, but in the in in the the lower income uh, areas. You know, the 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 families uh, is a lot of single parent homes, a lot of. Uh, family that that have like big family problems at home. Whether it can be a a variety of shit, don't even need to get into it. But it's just two totally diff- different demographics, and I feel like my impact as somebody that lived there, done it, got out of there, living there can be can have a good impression on the younger generation. I'm not saying you still can't have that impression. At a nicer school, you absolutely can, and you can be as as impactful as you can at the other one. I just think my personality and my life experience would would blend better in a rougher school 
than a not-so-rough school? It's a long-winded answer, but I, I wanted to explain why I would prefer that. Oh, I mean, I mean it makes sense. I, I think most, I think that any answer to this is probably the 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 major contributing factor to the answer would be life experience. And I mean, and for that reason, I'd probably choose the same. Yeah. Because, uh, like, uh, my my elementary school was not bougie but it was just suburban so it wasn't the people that were at that like nobody was particularly wealthy everyone was like a a lower middle class to middle class nobody was like upper middle class you were just like just you you typically had one or two working parents at home and then that was like kind of the the show and occasionally you'd have a situation where one of them had one parent that could make enough like mom didn't have to work she was a stay-at-home mom we didn't have yep. any extra income, but she stayed at home. They valued yep. that over extra income. And, uh, but then, you know, when we got to junior high, like you message, uh, mentioned, that one was like, even though it was in the same, literally across the street, like yeah, literally little, yeah. across the fucking street, somehow between that driveway <laughs> and the driveway across the street, a lot of kids that got brought there from outside of the area thought that they were in the fucking hood and they acted yeah. like they were in the hood, which was really fucking weird. I like, we were like, guys, we're in a goddamn fishing village. Yeah, we're not rich, but let's get fucking serious. Now, mind you, some people were acting it. As you would know, there were a few that walked the walk and talked the talk. There were some crazy fucking like dudes that yeah. should not have been in the school that were in the school. Some grown ass men walking around the hallways of junior high, but, but <laughs> that's true. Uh, and then, uh, and the same thing, but and then it got exacerbated when we went to our high school, which was just for all intents and purposes, just a straight up, you know, not the Bronx, but it was it was ghetto, it was ghetto as fuck. Uh, there was a lot of very troubled people in that school, uh, and it was not a well funded school. It was it was just it was it was kind of down bad. So. Um, it's mostly my experience is closer to that. And then when I worked in the camps, I I did a lot of time, um, up in, I won't say the area, but Jeff knows where I worked, which is government housing where parents yep. just literally don't exist. They are on a coach yep. passed out from alcohol and drugs. Yep. Yep. That's all you're getting. And yep. the kids are like six, but they're hypersexualized and they curse and they swear. Yep. And they, they're, they're yep. basically it's creepy as shit. It's like walking around with a bunch of like, they're six, but they act like they're 21. Uh, they talk like they're 21. Uh, they're real touchy-feely in ways they shouldn't be. Things like that. You got to be able to operate in a totally different way than when you go to like a, a more, you know, uh, higher income area and the kids yep. have a more normal home environment and shit. It, it's a quick way of discovering just how much home life has a dramatic impact on on the success or failure of oh, uh, our kids' for potential. Sure. Yep, and, for sure. Uh, and so, I mean, it's it's my experience is in that too, and I'd probably take it for the same. Now, would I go that that far? Would I go back there again? I'm not cut out for that. I was there for <laughs> I was there for two, three years. Yeah. And uh, there was a guy, uh, the guy who ran that program, um, did it for like almost no money. I mean, this guy was up there. He did it for his whole life. He ran the program. He fought the city council every year for funding to get stuff up there for these kids to give them something to do when it's not school time uh, mm-hmm. to keep them out of trouble uh, and, and give them a, a more stable environment than at home. Right. He did that for years and years and years and years and years. And so uh, he was cut out for that. That was, that was his gig. 
Yeah. Uh, and I was happy to work with him and be there and do it, but it was the hardest fucking thing I ever did in that job yeah. that I, uh, you know, it was a, a much different animal. Again, and that's why I said as well, like he mentioned getting chewed out, you know, by rich, ad- you know, rich parents, which definitely happens. I mean, obviously it's the stereotype hundred percent because they're micromanaging the fuck out of their children's life. Yep. And they have expectations and everything else. And so you get that. You get that in, in lower income areas. It's just different reasons. You just get different. The reason you're getting chewed out is just different from what you get with, with the, um, with the, the wealthier parents. And so, uh, but yeah, I would probably do the same because it's my experience. It's what I'm closer to being comfortable with. Uh, and, uh, and, and I understand those kids. I honestly understand those kids more than I understand wealthy kids. And, (laughs) Because, you know, we had friends. Once you hit high school, you start having friends in different schools. And, you know, you get friends that are in the wealthier schools or even the private schools. Uh, Like some of the friends I had, you know, some of the girls from Sacred Heart and things like that, that were just like their, you know, yearly tuition was like my dad's income. Uh, And uh, and they were all (laughs) and like and they and and even then for us in high school, like we we were friends with them. But we were like, these are different. This is a different. This is a different person. Yes. Like they're like alien. Like we hang out with them and we like them. We're friends, but they're different fucking like it's a they're di- almost weird. <laughs> like they they, yeah. they and it's because it's just and it's just the way it is and I don't think I could they're be in that. Yeah, I couldn't no, be yeah. in that. Yeah. Um and they also get crazy in the high school for different reasons, right? Like they yeah. because they're well, they're they like become more bubbled. rebellious. They could be yeah, they could become more rebellious. They be they you know, it, it's it's a I just think my patience level for a lower income school would be much higher than yes. a high end school or a private school. Yeah. And the pretentiousness that comes with that and the uh, yes. it, it, they're two totally different beasts and they both can be stressful and they both um can be rewarding in their own yep. ways, but I just feel like my impact would uh, for me would be more self-serving to go to back to a place where I grew up and try and mold yes. in any ways in any way that I can yeah. young kids to be better versions of themselves yeah, yeah, and yeah. to think and to think outside of the bubble um that they're in. Um and I feel like I'd be more inspired to 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 have an impact. Instead of just yeah. reading curriculum of of whatever. You well, know, you have now to do I that can, now unfortunately. Of, I know, but like if for me, it would it would be more of building a relationship with these kids, yeah, and and you know watching them grow and and just being there for them would be much more um, fulfilling, yeah, personally, yeah. And, and in fairness, with the with the wealthy kids, it's it's actually people might not think this, but uh, uh, having worked with both, and I'll say getting chewed out by a rich adult is the fucking worst thing in the world because they just oh, yeah. talk down to you. And it's, yeah. it's and, 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 and like, listen, you brought your kid to, you trusted your kid with me for the yeah. whole fucking summer, eight hours a day. And you're going to talk down to me, but I'm the one taking care of your kid. What are you fucking on about? I'm the only reason yeah. your kid's alive right now. They could just be fucking, I could just let them <laughs> run off into traffic or some shit. What are you talking down to me for? Um, but, uh, uh, and, and then ironically, the back of my mind, I was thinking, I have the same degree you do. What are you fucking talking? Stop talking down to me. But they they talk down to you. The the at least when you're getting chewed out in the in a lower income, they're not talking down to you. They're just screaming at you. 
It's yeah. more like a it's it's like a it's it's three steps away from a street fight, but at least you're not getting talked down to the whole time. Whereas with you know the more wealthier, on average, you don't get that. You know, mm-hmm. it's it, they just come in and they just start talking down to you and like pulling the card. Like, do you know? Do you know who I yeah. am? Do you yeah. know that I give X dollars amount of money to this school every year is like a fucking grant and blah blah <laughs> blah? Like, and- I don't give a fuck about who you are. <laughs> And then you get fired. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, for sure. So I wouldn't last very, I wouldn't last very long in in, in that environment. I wouldn't either. I wouldn't either, bro. It's just, it's just, I can tell you though, I can tell you from being in like an elementary school, like kids are going to be kids. Oh, of but course. From going to an elementary school in the hood compared to an elementary school in in a a higher income. It's different. Two two different things. It, it gets honestly it there's it, it over time when they get yeah. older it converges yeah. a bit oh for it's sure. just it, so so it's just like how they choose to be rebellious is is the differentiating factor but yeah. when they're younger the difference is the biggest like the yeah. manners the oh, whole yeah. like all that is way different if i had to choose i would rather be a teacher in either be late like junior high, high or high school, high school. Yeah. yeah yeah probably high school in 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 a in the in the 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 hood school, I, yeah, I'd yeah. like to be a teacher there. But if I had to choose between elementary school, yes, I'm, go- I'm sorry, but I'm going over to Richie Rich, and I'm just gonna go and do oh, my thing time. over there because, oh man, oh man. Uh, like I said, working with Night a bunch of like little like six year old girls who are acting like they're 21 and doing shit, and oh, like bro. the environment that we've got now, how fast you get fired as a Bruh. a fucking teacher. Bruh. Because I also feel like in high school you can talk to you know 15 year olds 16 year olds with some level of like bro what the fuck you know what i mean like dude or do that yeah. like what what are you fucking doing man come on like you know you can't do that shit yeah. with 6 year olds no you can't no. No. And in either school you just no. can't do that shit right but no. as you're older and you sure as shit can't go guys what the fuck at a at a at a high end wealthy school even in high school, because then the parents are going to be like, "Oh, oh, yeah. oh, oh you talking? Talk- how are you talking? You, talking? <laughs> you know who you talking to? That's my son." <laughs> but in high in, in in the hood high school, the parents would be like, "Yo, did you chew that motherfucker out?" Yeah, like yeah, yeah. I chewed him out. Yeah, he deserves that shit. I'm gonna whoop his ass when he gets. Home. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that's, that's, these yeah. are the two totally different things, man. Totally, 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 totally fucking different. But I was going to say before I derailed myself was that people might be surprised. Like when you talk about when people think about, you know, wealthy school versus like less wealthy school. And they think about like the kids and how they act and what, you know, like the whole savior complex and whatnot. Honestly, a lot of rich kids need saving because the home life of a rich kid a lot of the time is not is obviously their standard of living is higher, but they're the dynamic with the parents are also oh, yeah. shit just for different reasons. And the yep. impact on or wh- what you see in terms of behaviorally is often almost identical outcomes to what you would see in a lower income scenario just but but for different reasons for why for the parents reasons. aren't involved. And and so and, and as you get older that's why I'm saying the 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 behavior starts to converge a bit where how they act out and everything they all just kind of come together and then by the time you're in high school you know whether whether you're you know you're in the gutter or you're you're super rich. Both of them, you know, they're just being rebellious assholes. It's just, yep. it's just the yep. way it is for different reasons. Yeah. 
the 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 hood school they're out in the back smoking weed and then the the high end school they're in the bathroom snoring Doom blow. yeah <laughs> yeah just uh, different and unfortunately for the wealthy schools around folks. here these days all of our blow is laced with fentanyl so you know the 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 poor schools are getting away with it they're getting they get their they get their weed they don't need to worry about the fentanyl uh let's see here uh, only got a couple left. Uh, if all the interior, this comes from Race High, if all the interior of your house had to be unif- uh, one uniform color, so just one color, floors, walls, ceilings, furniture, bed and linens, everything, one color only, what are you making it? Um, I just gotta be honest, if it ain't white, it ain't right. Oh, you want white floors? Well, here's the thing, is that if I have to choose it for everything, white is the one thing that's not going to make you feel a certain fucking weird way. Like, if you go into a house and it's all, like, let's say beige, fuck. You walk into a house and sea foam green, like the walls that you have behind you, or I have, like, versions of in here, fine if it's on a wall. You put that on every fucking surface in there, you're in goddamn bikini bottom. You're feeling like you're fucking seasick 24 hours a day. If it's red... Oh my god, you're probably going to legitimately oh, yeah. feel mad as fuck 24 hours a day. So, like, uh, and blue, you'll be depressed after a while. So, I'm going to, like, white nightmare fuel in terms of, like, mm. cleaning. cleaning and fucking everything. But also, and, and also, I get, like, you make it feel like you're in a fucking padded cell, but at the very least, it's bright and it won't, like, change your mood so dramatically as the as the yeah. other ones would i'm gonna go because my house is very similar already there this is like one of the rooms that actually has a different color the yeah that's true of most of it's one like color brown. yeah um i'm gonna go with a light brown so not a dark not like a dark dark brown mm. but because i feel like i feel like white might be too much if, mm-hmm. if I had white, I would need to have a lot of stuff on the walls. And I, I'm i just going to go with the light brown because I think a light brown floor is going to, is you're not going to see the scuffs. You're not going to see dirt is, is, is easy. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's going to be easier to maintain. And then the walls, there's some kind of color on the walls. It isn't yeah. like in your face. It's neutral enough that you could still put shit on the walls and it's still not. You know, it's not a red, like you said, it's not a blue, it's not this fucking turquoise green, whatever the hell I got going on in here. It's just enough that won't drive you crazy. So I'm going to go brown. I just think white, like white floors, white I wouldn't want pure, I wouldn't want like, white, I I mean, bro. I wouldn't want like like, pure white, it would have to be some version of an off-white, like it wouldn't be, I couldn't have, you know what they call ultra white. Yeah, like like it would have to be like an eggshell of some kind, or like, uh, or something along those lines, but it, I, I, you know, I could, I'm not insane, ultra white, or like what they would use for, that would be, be, like you're on a hospital, it'd be like, that would be rough, not even hospitals are crazy enough to put ultra white on the fucking walls, but that would be, yeah, a little too much, but uh, yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't do like darker colors or anything like that, it would just drive me yeah. fucking crazy i mean my bedroom my parents place was that dark 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 fuck it was the color was literally called abyss yeah which mom it and dad joke about all the fucking time like i painted the walls abyss and they let me do it because they're insane uh and then when i left dad was like do you know how many coats of fucking paint i had to put on the walls to cover abyss 
all the coats. <laughs> he said, you put a knife down that wall, it's gonna look like a fucking ice cream sandwich. There's gonna be so many fucking layers of paint on that fucking wall for trying to cover up that color. He said, uh, so he said, you're welcome. Uh, probably shouldn't have let you do it, but yeah, either way. Uh, so I wouldn't want a solid color like that, that's for sure. Um, um, oh, Steve, Steve's getting deep, much Steve. like the, much like the porn we were talking about last week. Uh, when you answered my question last week about Instagram models, Jeff mentioned porn and said, we don't, we won't even get into any of that in, in regards to views on porn in relationships and what you think its impact is on young people. He said, please get into it. <laughs> Listen, here's my, here's my take on, here's my take on porn. Uh, I don't think porn is healthy for anyone, like a lot of vices, I think porn is is like a, a substance because of what it does to your brain. It is a substance like many other things, like alcohol, like drugs, like whatever. Your brain reacts to it in very similar fucking ways. We know this. It's not a secret. It's not uh, it's not bro science. It's the reality of the situation. And like a lot of substances, the more that you use it, the more fucked up your brain gets and the more it alters your view of literally everything around you, which we also know now. Uh, to some degree, uh, is uh, it can extend beyond just the how you view your own partner, but how you view both your opposite and same sex, the people around you. Uh, it, it just seems to alter everything over time, the more that you indulge in it. And like many things, people also apparently... It's chasing the dragon, like a drug. You get, you start out, you're watching a little bit, and you're watching more, and then you get to watch some crazy shit, you know, to get the same fucking high. You know, you're getting the, 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 uh, the, the feel-good hormones coming out of that shit. And in some cases, you know, as, as it's been uh, uh, recorded many times now medically, people get to a point where it's like one of the few things, like any drug, where they can go to actually get the feel-good fucking hormone pumping through their veins. And so it becomes a crazy addiction. Uh, and one that you have to, like, pull yourself off of and have a, a literal, uh, you know, uh, uh, um, recovery. Uh, you know, you have to go, you basically go to, like, a rehab, a rehabilitation period uh, to get off of it uh, and, and normalize again. So uh, it's, in my opinion, you know, not even including what it can do to a relationship uh, when out of, when completely out of control, regardless of what your stance is on, on any kind of porn in a relationship, is that, medically speaking, it's basically a substance. Your brain reacts the same way. You gotta be fucking careful. Just like I'm not about to go pick up that 750 mil of Eldorado 15 year and fucking hammer that bitch and then go, thank you. At the end... I ain't gonna go and do eight hour binge fucking marathon of porn, come out the other side, okay. That's gonna fuck me up. Uh, I'm just gonna need less stomach pumping. So, you know, that's, that's kind of my view on it. There are couples that will watch porn together. So there are obviously like any substance, and I'm gonna keep calling it that because it's just how your body reacts to it. There are ways that you can engage with it where if the, in a perfect world, you don't engage with it at all. Like alcohol, perfect world, don't drink it. Weed, don't smoke it. Blow, definitely, I mean, that one, just, just, uh, just don't fucking start don't. doing cocaine. Just don't go meth, not even once. But the, but, you know, it, there are people that obviously operate with it, even within a relationship, specifically. That's why I mentioned them watching it together and not just one person, you know, watching it by themselves. And so, I just look at it like any other drug. You gotta be, you gotta, you gotta dance with it carefully if you're going yeah. to engage with it at all. 
Yeah. I mean, I share the same sentiment. I think... It's tough because I, I think it I think it's I think we can all agree that it can be a, that it can be a problem. Um, that isn't a secret. But at the same time, just like alcohol, just like marijuana, if you if you get drunk one night, it ain't the end of the world. If you have a glass of wine with your steak or your nice you know pasta meal or whatever, it's not a big deal. You smoke a joint, it's not a big deal. It's legal. You're of age. You can do it. But I think you just have to be hyper aware of the putting a limit on how much you consume. And then on top of that, it's also what you are consuming. Because like what Adam said, after a while, the things that you typically would be looking for just aren't doing it anymore. And that can fuck up your um, your relationship with your partner. Um, a lot of people that don't have a partner often go to porn to get that release, which is a problem in and itself because if you're, if you're going to jerk off or you're going to finger blast yourself or whatever the fuck you're doing... Um, and you're going to, and this is, this is all you're going to do. I like how you went to, with finger blast for, for the, I mean, I don't fucking know. I, I, whatever. Right. I want to, I want to have both. I know. Both I know you're covering your bases. I'm trying to cover finger my blast is just a funny, a funny fucking yeah, term. It, because it's not, it's not just dudes that watch porn. Of course. I mean, obviously it's male dominated uh, in terms of consumption, but yeah. Um, it's just one of those things that you 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 just you you have to be careful because if if this is the only way that you're going to have any type of 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 human connection um uh, in an intimate way is through a screen on your laptop or your computer or your phone or where however DVD if they still even make those things um how, how however you're consuming your porn which probably the vast majority of people are doing it right on their cellular devices um that can really fuck up your um, your desire to even want to be with somebody physically. I mean, if you or wanna, the, or if, the like, the on demand nature of it can actually affect how you too. choose to interact with the people when you do try to have that a connection too. with somebody. That too, and it can get so bad that like when when push comes to shove, if you if if you if you get with somebody, that might not even do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because like you. You're you're just so used to having those dorphins go off in a very specific manner, in a very specific way. Oh, we we medically f- know that like porn induced ED is a hundred percent a thing. real thing. Yeah, yeah. So you know, it's just it's one of those things. And then obviously there is like a, a relational like it, it all depends on also your partner. So is your partner okay with you or the other person partaking in said thing? Some some people don't like that at all and consider it a form of cheating. Some other people are okay with it but don't want to hear about it. And then there are some people that are like, yeah, you know, fucking do your thing. Um, or and then like Adam said, some people watch it together. Um I personally think that if you're gonna partake in it, that you need to do it responsibly. 
just like anything any anything else and understand um the the things that come along with it i just think i honestly think it's just best you don't partake in it at all cuz i don't think the the benefit outweighs the negative but at the same time you're an adult you're of age you can do whatever it is that you want but you got to you got to stay strong out there kings got to stay strong you know what i will Can't say be- this i will say this i am disappointed that we never that we never got like the follow-up and maybe we will in the future when the next round of the good shit comes around we never got the follow-up to the vr porn experience we got we got we got a minor update but we never got the full the full experience i probably will never do it man it's it's too much i've uh, it's too much work it's too much it's just it's not listen maybe maybe when um you know facebook comes out with their their glasses or whatever this shit was and you can see stuff like maybe it'll be easier then it it won't be virtual it won't be vr i don't think well but it's maybe i fuck who knows but you know grabbing a a fucking riff and having this big (laughs) fucking thing here and you're over here trying to stroke one out and you're trying to find shit to play through a play i mean guys it's 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 too it's too much it's too much work bro i'm not a i'm not a porno uh uh con uh what connoisseur or aficionado or aficionado you know at the uh, listen if somebody actually don't do that (laughs) i i i would i i would honestly if (laughs) this man was was about to say if you have something send it Don't do that. Don't Please. do that. Don't, Don't do, that. do that. I didn't say it. Well, I was about to say, listen, if there if there was an easier way for me to experience some some good stuff the one time through 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 the VR that's easy to go, maybe I maybe I'd be down to you know to experience it. But uh yeah, it's too it's too much work. It's it's not a particularly uh sexy ordeal. No. Um it, it's just there's too many wires. Too We're, not there, We're not there yet. We're not there yet. We're not there yet. We're, we're, we're not there yet. So at the end of the day, my, my view is it's okay mm. in moderation, mm. but you also got to understand just like alcohol, just like smoking marijuana or doing illegal drugs or whatever, right? Steroid use, fucking you, you all, all the things, there are risks involved and everybody is different. Some people can't watch it at all. It's going to be a bad time. Some people can go ahead, stroke one off, no problem. Don't even think anything of it. Go on with their day. It doesn't affect the relationships. doesn't affect nothing. They're fine. I think if you're one of those people, hey, if it makes you happy, go for it. Do your thing. It's not illegal. But just watch the consumption. That's all. And if you if you've got an addictive personality, if you've got a an issue with uh, with intimacy, you're not you're not good with with uh, human interaction, and this is the your only outlet, bro. Stay away from the shit. Stay away. It ain't. It's only gonna make things worse. Stay away. And if you're getting into some really fucking crazy hardcore, wild fucking uh, borderline weird ass shit, probably stay away too, because that shit's gonna. It's going to rot you. You're going to look at oh. women or men differently. It ain't going to be, it, there ain't. Stay away from it, Kings. 
All right, last I got, I got, I've got uh, last ones just to hear before you pop over for StarCraft. I answered this last week, but obviously they didn't hear it. So Elio, who just answered this, asked this three minutes ago, have you seen Oppenheimer yet? No. Uh, if so, what are your thoughts? Don't have any yet. I'll let you know when uh, when I see it eventually. Uh, I'll uh, I'll do that. The only thing I've watched recently, M and I marathon uh, while while playing some Scrabble, we marathoned uh, a bunch of Daniel Craig uh, Bond movies. Uh, and then a couple did a couple of Pierce Brosnan ones on top of that for fun. Um, last one then goes to Seth, who asks, "What was the hardest game you played as a kid, and why was it Battletoads? It wasn't. It was Ninja Gaiden." Uh, I beat Battle. I beat Battletoads. Yeah, I did not too. beat. I, I did not beat Ninja Gaiden. I'm gonna go Contra. Contra whooped my ass too. That's that's true. I I don't that's think I got past game. like screen Without five. Cheats? Without cheats, oh, like bro. without free, like I mean, to just play the game, just without that Konami code to bring you back, bruh, no, bro, you pretty much need a game genie. I don't think I've ever beaten it without <laughs> game genie or some kind of codes or whatever. I mean, it's like like a lot of the games back then. You because of the uh, the fact that you basically almost always not every game, but a lot of them, you died in one hit. Yep, and and it was it was essentially you had to just keep playing the game over and over again until you had memorized you memorized everything so at some point it stopped being about skill and it just became like like memorization right it wasn't even like raw skill because there's lots of reasons why you might die like the the nintendo couldn't draw enough of the stuff on screen at once so like an enemy might blink in and out of existence and you don't even fucking you can't even like see that shit then you're getting hit by it and whatnot stuff like that you just have to memorize it so yeah but i never memorized ninja gaiden that shit continues to kick my ass today. I'd still not be able to beat that shit today. So when I watch people speedrun it, I'm like, fuck. People are crazy. Crazy out here in these streets. But that's it, ladies and gentlemen. That's the end of uh, Technology Podcast this week. We're going to go cast some StarCraft uh, and uh, hopefully get some good ones for you guys. Thank you once again for stopping by if you caught it live. Uh, and if not, and you want to watch it live in the future, youtube.com slash lag TV or Life's a Glitch TV, I should say. Uh, I don't think lag TV will take you there, will it? I can't remember if you have to write it out or not for YouTube. Anyway, TV. Yeah, write it, it out. Write it out. Okay. Uh, I probably tried to get Lag TV and I never. I couldn't get it. So Life's Glitch TV, and then uh, you can see it live when it pops up there. Usually Thursdays, roughly between three and three thirty Eastern, uh, is when you're gonna. Or sorry, two and two thirty Eastern is when you're gonna likely catch it. Uh, and uh, and if you want to watch the vods of it, if you want to see the, our faces for whatever reason, there's a podcast tab on the YouTube page. That's where you're going to catch all the episodes. If you're listening to this on RSS feeds, thank you very much. Uh, you know, rate it if you can. If you're on a platform that allows you, uh, let somebody know if you think they might enjoy the show. And until next week, stay safe out there, guys. Don't get too much snow in your neck of the woods. Uh, until next week, peace. Hey, yeah, yeah.